2: I am the original talk show window. Peter King. In Lake Forest, Illinois with the Bears, I'm Peter King. Hall of Fame writer. The must-read column every single week. Peter King. The great Peter King. Peter King is back. 40 years covering the NFL. 40, 40 years. Host of the Peter King podcast. Peter already called for him to be,
0: you know... Who did Peter King? No, Peter, The group that is the oh, e- people against oh, the I'm ethical sorry. treatment of really animals. Football morning in America. Not all of us are called King. Not all of us get to walk around with the moniker of King NBC Sports. After
2: having a long conversation with the NFL's vice president of international stuff, Peter King, I want my general manager to not give a crap what Kenny from Kankakee wants.
0: somewhere in Kankakee, <laughs> there's the a Kenny. There's a Kenny who just jumped up what? off the couch. What did I do? <laughs> what did
2: I do, Peter?
0: What's with the side Be- Swipe? Peter? It's Peter, a, it's normally a Bob. This is unbelievable. King, I'm kid from the Grays.
1: Park, Illinois, that's just trying to be the best he could possibly be every day. Oh, hail. oh,
0: hail the king. oh there he is. We love you, King. Peter King with Parkinson Spiegel on 670 the score.
1: On the line, Odyssey NFL insider Peter King. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. Good afternoon, Peter. How are you?
2: Good afternoon. I'm doing well still got this maddening cough but feel pretty good physically so i'm good. Well,
1: feel
0: better. It seems to be going around as always. It was yeah. a nice portion of your column when you talked about how many emailers reached out with advice. So uh we're hoping that uh, that that goes away. Did any of it work?
2: Uh, yeah, there's been there were a lot of people who said you really should consider uh that it might be due to acid reflux. And believe it or not, last Wednesday, I had an appointment with a pulmonologist in New York City. And when I mentioned that to her, she said, I think that's what it is. So she put me on a uh, kind of a strong um, uh, acid reflux disease, uh, acid reflux medicine. and, And it has been better. So. Hopefully it'll go away.
0: So always listen to the readers. I think that's I think that's the lesson. Yeah, I
2: was told not to believe e the thing, comments, baby. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: you got to continue the very cool tradition of riding to work uh, with a coach preparing for the Super Bowl uh, with Kyle Shanahan, and you asked him about the reports of them and their interest in bringing in Tom Brady. Curious, both what you thought of his answer. And if Brock Purdy, in some ways, is auditioning during the Super Bowl for his secured spot as the starting quarterback next year.
2: No. I think regardless of of what happens in this Super Bowl, he's the 49ers quarterback next year. Nothing's forever, necessarily. He certainly doesn't have the job security of Mahomes. But Kyle Shanahan loves him. The reason he did this, honestly is that he felt strongly that he wasn't positive that he was going to have a healthy quarterback on opening day. Because remember Brock Purdy tore up his elbow in the, uh, in the uh, NFC championship game at Philadelphia. And it, and he didn't have surgery until March 10th. That's six months from the start of the season. So you have to deal with that, first of all. And second of all, what was interesting is that Trey Lance had had his second ankle surgery right before the end of the season. They weren't sure he was going to come back. So, you know, Shanahan said, you know, I've got to look out for the best interests of the team. Uh, And he called Brady. Tried to get him to come. Brady said no. And so then they went to plan B, which was Sam Darnold. And that's what they ended up signing.
0: Peter, do you have any advice for those of us who are out here and loathe the NFL as an industry? As Roger Goodell has the curated media at his six o'clock news dump on a Monday and you know, strong arms the Niners and tells them they're soft because they don't like the soft practice field and all of this other stuff. And there's the CTEs, you know, stonewalling, all of that. But boy, the product is fun. What are we supposed to do when we hate the industry and love the game?
2: Oh, I don't know. I mean, I kind of look at it and think there's a lot of things about American institutions that we hate. There's a lot of things about American politics that we hate. There's a lot of things about the American economy we hate. But you know what? We love America. And, you know, sometimes what you love isn't particularly lovable in all aspects. So I I don't think it's necessarily as bad as what we think. I think any you have a whatever it is 22 whatever billion dollar industry you're gonna have a lot to complain about but he does have some problems that need to be fixed need to be addressed what do you think the biggest one is um well i'm i'm a person of one about this i think there's two that are tied for number one one is this uh is is Sports gambling is gambling on this game. Um I just I don't mean to be Clint Eastwood and Gran Torino, but I believe that we're gonna wake up in ten years and there are gonna be more people with problem addictions to sports gambling than there are people with problem addictions to other vices, you know, alcohol or or drugs or whatever, maybe not drugs, but you know a lot of things in America, and that bothers me a lot that everybody seems to say, "Ah, what's the problem with putting some money on a game and for the most part, there's no problem but if you are in high school, if you are in college and and you know you're going to be tempted to get into this gambling it's fun it's a rush, all that and if you watch the report on 60 Minutes Sunday with John Wertheim, you know, interviewing gambling experts, they're exceedingly worried. There's that. And look, there's not anything you're going to be able to do about the spate of retired football players who in 15 years are going to wake up with very, very serious brain trauma, a result, you know, injuries and or illnesses resulting from brain trauma. But there's really not a lot you can do about it unless you stop playing football. I think it's going to get better because of all the attempts to, uh, you know, to take, you know, helmet to helmet and take brain trauma out of the game. But it's never going to go away as long as you keep playing. That's what football is.
1: Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentleman's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. We're joined by Peter King. Do you think Washington is trying to make their situation as appealing as possible in case Caleb Williams wants to flex whatever leverage and power he has to orchestrate a trade to his hometown team in the hiring of Cliff Kingsbury?
2: I'm sure they view that, they view hiring Kingsbury as an advantage if Adam Peters gets to the point and says, I want Caleb Williams on this team, okay? Now, there's about 10 tentacles to this, but I'll tell you the two that I would be most concerned with, okay? Uh, One is you never want to hire a coach because you're trying to get somebody. And I think that Cliff Kingsbury is an excellent offensive mind to work with. And the biggest reason is that he is determined that he is going to have a great running game everywhere Everywhere he's been. He's built the running game. I mean, he did it. It's crazy to say, but look at his stats uh, of his running game in Arizona. They were always good. And, you know, I think that is a friend to the quarterback. But, you know, I think the one thing that would concern me about all this is that, and again, I do not mean to harp on the negative for Caleb Williams. I really don't, because I don't watch all these games. I am not uh, a college football nut. I'm just not. So take my opinion with a grain of salt. But, I mean, I saw that Notre Dame game. You can't unsee it. He responded poorly, capital P, to Notre Dame's pressure packages that night. What do you think you're going to see in the NFL? Let's just say for the sake of argument that he goes to Washington, Caleb Williams. Arguably, they had the worst offensive line in the league last year. You can't fix that all in one offseason. And so, you know, how's Caleb Williams going to play behind a lousy offensive line? Why don't you ask uh, Bryce Young how he felt behind that awful offensive line in California? You can't do all the things you want to do and what you've been trained to do when you're always running for your life. So I just say, everybody, you know, take a chill pill on this. And, look, it's a long-term decision, and we've talked about it 100 times. I would definitely, if I were Ryan Poles, build my roster and trade the pick. But, again, I don't know what they're going to do.
0: Is there a belief that Caleb Williams might push the envelope here in the Eli Manning slash John Elway mold and actually try to either challenge the system or get to where he wants to go?
2: I think it's possible. Um, I always thought it might be possible with Joe Burrow uh, trying to talk his way out of Cincinnati. Um But it didn't happen, and he didn't do it. So, but every year that subject comes up, and I think the reason why this one has legs is that who who did it early last season, where his father talked to somebody, maybe Esquire or some some reporter. GQ. Yeah, GQ. Okay, GQ, and basically, you know, talked about the teams that he wouldn't want to play for or that his son wouldn't want to play for. But I'm always really cautious about that for a very simple reason. It's not Caleb Williams talking. It's his father talking. And, you know, just because his father thinks that Chicago and I don't even know that he thinks this, but evidently that that Chicago would be a lousy place for his son to play. I want to hear that from his son. That you know, so but anyway, I don't I think it's a little bit uh i think it's a little bit of a um i think it's a little bit speculative and i just don't know if it's true and that's the problem with running with things like this it's so important that i don't think you should run with something like that if you don't know if it's true peter enjoy
1: the game thank you sir hey i will thanks a lot guys that was Odyssey NFL Insider Peter King. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too. We have breaking news in the world of sports media, and you say, "Oh, you guys are always talking about the media." This will absolutely impact how you watch sports. This is uh, we light on details here, but the headline itself is fascinating. Parkinson Spiegel on the
0: score. Tune In is the audio platform with something for everyone. News.